So we mentioned that bitul b'rayiv, something that becomes nullified in the confusion of just a simple majority, a two-to-one ratio, becomes permissible. Again, that's only when there's no transfer of taste. Each thing is actually distinct, and there's, mix, there's a mix-up, there's a confusion, and when you put it in your mouth, you cannot tell which one's which. You can't identify them. It is permitted to have all three. Some say, leave over the last one. Uh, you can have somebody else eat the last one. Um, but certainly the first one and two is permitted to be eaten by one person. Now, that opens up a tremendous, surprising door of an opportunity. But it doesn't. And that's why we're going to go into the next thing. And we have to keep in mind, bitl is usr. We may never, ever mix things, lechatchila, with the intention of trying to get rid of the iser. So if you're not sure about a slice of pizza, you say, oh, I'll just buy two more and move them around the table a little bit till they're confused. That is forbidden. It's forbidden to create mixtures of bittel in the first place. Not only that, Chazal forbade this, that even if it was done uh, by somebody, it becomes forbidden by Hanah. So even after the bittel takes place, if it was done purposefully, the person that made it and anybody that it was made for may not only uh, eat it, they're not only forbidden from eating it, they're also forbidden from having any benefit. They can't give it to the cleaning lady, to the dog, and they cannot sell it. In a case of great loss, it may be sold with the amount of isser that's in there being deducted so you don't actually get benefit from the isser involved. So even though of the world of Bittal is an amazing uh, permission and leniency in the Torah, this does not allow us for situations to lechatchila initiate a Bittal. So going forward, all of our discussion is going to be regarding situations of Bittal that happen inadvertently by mistake. And now the question is, what is the halakha? So... When there is a mixture of flavors, where things get blended together, cooked together, steamed together, etc., and there's a transfer of flavor, well, the rule is that generally something can be batel b'shishin. If there was a very minute amount of one thing going into the other, so the minute amount of forbidden food cannot impart flavor to a huge quantity of the kosher food. That's called bitl b'shishim. Chazal understood that generally normal foods don't have the power to give off flavor when it's a 1 against 60 ratio. Now, if there was less than that ratio, the problem is that there's an assumed flavor of non-kosher spread out and given into the entire larger food that it fell into. And that flavor, as we said before, tam ke'ikr. The flavor of something that's asr is like the original item itself, even if you go and re- you remove the substance. So a small piece of meat falling into a cup of coffee, ich, even if you'd remove the meat, the entire coffee now became treif. A little bit of milk that goes into your chalent, well, depends how much. But if it's, the, if it's not a ratio of 1 to 60, the milk, we assume, gives off enough flavor into the chalent that that flavor now forbids the entire chalent. 
Now the Gemara does discuss a situation where you have uh, something that's not so flavorful and it doesn't really give off flavor to something even 20 times its size. It's a pretty bland food that's being mixed into something else. And there, there are situations with the Gemara speaks about that you could rely on a professional baker, um, a non-Jew who tastes it and says there is no flavor here. On a practical level, it's not for us. It's almost never Nagea to be able to rely on somebody professional to say, nope, there's no flavor in here. And therefore, the rule of thumb is if there's a 1 to 60 ratio, we can work with that. Now, there are exclusions to that as well. Spices and things that are made for flavoring have a much more powerful effect on the item they're being put into. And they could give more flavor to even a much greater ratio. So if you have a spice that for some reason is not kosher, that spice could give more flavor to something that's 100, 200 times the size. And therefore, it would not become permitted with your general bitl beshishin. So when you have a situation that the flavor is not batel, it becomes asr min Torah because tam ke'ikr. Tomorrow we'll talk about situations where rabbinically they said it's not considered batel because of the importance of the thing that fell in.